بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد Most respected elders and friends brothers mothers and sisters in Islam and all the people that are listening to this program Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh We continue with the seventh series of Kitabul Iman from Bukhari Sharif. Our discussion is about increasing our Iman. The only way to increase our Iman is through doing A'mal, doing actions, virtuous actions and deeds. Almighty Allah Taala tells us in the various places in the Quran Kareem إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Verily, those people that bring Iman and they do righteous deeds. We should not confine ourselves to merely bringing Iman. We should work on our Iman, increase our Iman and supplement our Iman with A'mal. In another verse of the Quran Kareem, Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala says, وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِنَ الصَّالِحَاتِ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنْ فَأُولَٰئِكَ يَدْخُلُونَ الْجَنَّةِ Those people that do righteous deeds in the state of Iman, such people will go into Jannah. Remember, our focus and our concern should be to live with Iman and to die for, with Iman and to prepare for our Akhirat. Once there was a king, he built a beautiful palace. He decorated the palace with the best and the latest decors. Upon the completion of the palace, he invited guests to celebrate the grand opening of the palace. The king requested the guests to comment on the beauty of the palace. All the guests, they expressed the beauty of the palace. However, there was one guest that informed the king that there are two deficiencies in the palace. The king was shocked. The king was surprised with that comment. He asked the person, what are the deficiencies and what are the faults in the palace? The guest replied, Tahrib. This palace will be destroyed one day. It will be abandoned. It will not be here forever. And the second deficiency of the palace is, Yamutu sahibuha. The owner of the palace will also die. Don't let the apparent beauty of this palace and the glamour of the world distract you from your preparation of the Akhirah. A clever and intelligent person is that person who prepares for his palace in the Akhirah. He makes the ibadat of Allah. His focus is on his qabr, his focus is on the Akhirah. Imam Bukhari rahmatullahi presents another prescription to increase our Iman. 
and he titles it as Babu Itam Itam Min Al Islam. To feed food is part of Islam. You feed the people food, it is a means of increasing your iman and your Islam. He did quote the hadith, and Abdullah ibn Amr radiallahu ta'ala anhuma qal, inna rajulan sa'ala rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ayyul islam yakhayr. Abdullah ibn Amr radiallahu ta'ala anhuma narrates, that one person asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Prophet of Allah, which act of Islam is the best? <coughs> Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to give different prescriptions to increase one's iman according to the time and according to people. On this instance, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advised, تُطْعِمُ وَتَقْرَأُ السَّنَامَ عَلَى مَنْ عَرَفْتَ وَمَنْ لَمْ تَعْرِفْ One way to increase your iman is to feed food to the people and to convey salam to a person that you know and a person you do not know. <coughs> Feeding people is an act of great virtue. It is a means of increasing one's iman. Feeding people is a means of maintaining love and muhabbat. Feeding people is a means of giving comfort to people, especially the poor, the needy, and the underprivileged. On one occasion, a guest came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had no food in his house. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked, the Sahaba, who will take this guest home and feed him? Hazrat Abu Talha took the guest home. His wife told him that we do not have sufficient food to feed the guest. We have food only to feed our children. Both of them, the husband and wife, Abu Talha and his wife, they decided to lull the children off to sleep in the state of hunger. They then decided when the food is presented before the guest, one of them will put off the lamp and Abu Talha would pretend he's eating with the guest whilst the guest is eating. They let the guest eat until the guest was completely satisfied. In the morning, Abu Talha radiallahu ta'ala goes to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed Abu Talha that Almighty Allah ta'ala knew your sacrifices. What sacrifice you made to feed the guest and Allah ta'ala revealed this verse. وَيُؤْسِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ مُخَصَاصًا The Sahaba are such that they give preference over their own needs. They give preference over their own desperations. They give preference to other people. So, this is a great sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the sunnah of the sahaba to feed the people. Whilst we prepare the different type of foods in the month of Ramadan, we prepare our food, we prepare our savories, make sugar to Allah, 
for all these ni'mat and bounties that Allah has given us. Look at the different type of foods Allah has given to us. Send some food to the neighbor. It is tut'ibu ta'am. You're feeding someone. Feeding someone doesn't necessarily mean that the person who you're feeding does not have food. Feeding is a means of increasing love and muhabbat. When you give your neighbor some food, it will increase the bond and the love between yourself and the neighbor. Give your workers, your maids some food. They will also appreciate it. If you contribute toward the various feeding schemes, whatever is within your financial means and ability, that is also feeding the people. If one has to just give a packet of chips to someone, then also falls in the category of feeding someone. The person will get the ajan and the reward for that. I used to observe my beloved neighbor, Marhum Haji Idris Hansa Rahimahullah, when he used to go for the Fajr Salat, I used to observe him, my car used to be behind him, he used to stop and he used to give the guards on Cunningham Road, he used to take out chips or whatever he had in his car, he used to give it to the guards. I used to then observe the face of those guards. They used to smile and they should see that appreciation on their faces. This was the practice of my beloved neighbor, my, my friend, Haji Marhum, Idris Hansa Saab. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala elevate his status. May Allah put noor in his qabar. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala grant him the best ajar and reward. The second prescription to increase our iman that is mentioned in this hadith is to make salam. When Nabi Kareem came to Medina to Munawwara, one of the first advices he gave was Afshus Salam Abaynakum. Make salam common among yourselves. Salam, like feeding, is a means of maintaining muhabbat and increasing our muhabbat. It is mentioned in the hadith Rasulullah said, Al Babi bi salam bari ummin al kibr. The person that initiates salam is free from pride. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned, The person closest to me is that person who initiates a salam. This hadith on initiating salam is easier narrated than practiced. We normally make salam to people that we know or people that we are comfortable with. We don't make salam to people we don't know, or we do not make salam people that we are not, with, with people that we are not comfortable with. The challenge is to suppress our nafs, our desires, and make salam with everyone, even with people that we disagree and with people we have disputes. It is with the barakah of salam that this agreement will be confined, and it will not escalate into hate. If you don't make salam. The differences will go deeper and it will lead to hatred. Making salam is the means of avoiding lots of negativity in our lives. And when one one makes salam, don't just make salam, make salam with a smiling face, with a cheerful face. Don't make salam with a stiff face. That defeats the purpose 
and the virtue of making salam. One will not get the virtue of salam, making salam with a person with a stiff face, using the salam to instill fear in somebody's heart. Make salam with a cheerful face, then the person will get the sawab of making salam, and the smile itself is a form of sadaqah, is a form of charity as well. We make dua, Allah Taala grant us tawfiq and hidayat, to practice on the various dictates of Iman so that our Iman increases and it becomes a means of light, nur for us on the day of Qiyamah. Wa akhir da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.